Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. It feels so good to be back. I am so excited. I've missed you all. I've missed you all so much. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your kindness. Oh, I feel like I have a little bit of explaining to do. Kyra, where have you been? It's been almost a year since I have posted a podcast episode. And for good reason. We have done 100 episodes, started in 2019, and took a break because your girl needed to recalibrate on her mental health, honestly. And since that time, it has been such a crazy ride. All I can say is that I have taken some time away and I've developed so much learning, so much understanding. I'm really excited to share all of that learning and the journey that I've been on with you through season four of the No Room for Doubt podcast. Thank you for so many of your messages. So many of you messaged me being like, when's the podcast coming out again? I've missed you, like what's going on? And I really appreciate it. Um, So yeah, here we are. This season, I've got so many really fun conversations. I've got a lot of guest conversations that I've recorded for you coming up. Some incredible people talking about the work that they've done to create their businesses, the mindset, how they've achieved some incredible things. And a theme that is going to shine through a lot of the conversations is really how can you be more yourself? How can you be more authentic? One of the biggest lessons that I've learned over the last year is that your manifestations are always going to come from a much richer place when you're connecting to the truth of who you are, what you was born to do, like why you were put on this earth. We're thinking about big picture purpose. We're thinking about future self-connection. This isn't just about manifesting a quick £100. This is about manifesting something that connects and touches people all across the globe. You showing up really in your light, standing in your power and doing the mindset work to remove any of the blocks that are stopping you from really achieving that and doing that. So I'm really excited to talk to so many incredible experts who are shining examples of what it means to have an unstoppable mindset, regardless of the challenges that you're facing. Today, I've got a really fun podcast episode for you. I am doing a live coaching call uh, with somebody who's followed me on Instagram for a while. We've had so many like little fun chats in the in in the Instagram DMs. It was like we did this podcast recording, and I was just like, we are basically going to be friends now. <laughs> and in this coaching. Um, Her name is Erica. Obviously, I've changed her name, so she remains anonymous. But she wants some guidance on selling. And we it's a really fun, quick, short to the point coaching conversation on selling, on selling mindset. So if this is something that you've been needing help with, I think what we talk about in this podcast will help. I'm sure you can relate to Erica. 
Before we get started though, I feel like I have so many people to say thank you to and to shout out. Thank you to all the brands that have worked with me over the last year. Um, Thank you for all the brands that are going to be working with me this year. Thank you to all the clients that are signing up and that have signed up. Oh my gosh, yeah. Also, this is what I wanted to remember. I knew there was something else. I have a little gift for you. It's called Showstopper. It's a mini course in how to boost your confidence so you can show up and help all the people. It's totally free. Inside, you've got my masterclass called How To Be Bold, which is one of my favorite masterclasses. Even I go back to this masterclass and I watch it over and over again. If you do this masterclass every week for a year, I'm telling you, your mindset, your confidence, your life, what you see yourself doing will drastically shift. So make sure you go and sign up to that. I've popped the link below in my show notes and you can also sign up to that by going to the link in my Instagram bio and clicking showstopper. You'll be added to my mailing list and you'll get access to that straight away. Um, And obviously you can find me on Instagram at Kyra the Bold. Before we get started, one more thing. I promise you it's going to be so worth it. But one more thing. I need your help to keep on creating these podcast episodes and and to keep on creating this amazing content for you. If you love the show and if you've been here for a while, if you're always talking about it with your friends, please share this post to your stories and tag me. I need the world to know about this podcast so we can keep creating episodes. If you haven't left a review, please leave a review on on uh Apple and Spotify. It helps share the word and share the word of this podcast all over the world. But without further ado, let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into the coaching on sales with Erica. Amazing. So I'm joined by the wonderful Erica here today. We've got a really fun podcast. We are going to be coaching. Erica, how are you doing? Erica. I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling amazing. I'm feeling alive and well. I'm really well, thanks. I'm really well. (laughs) I'm laughing because we've obviously changed your name. It's not Erica, but we're keeping you anonymous. So it's it's a bit awkward. You were like, I just love the name. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It had to register for a second. I was like, yes, it's Erica. Amazing. So what do you want coaching on today? So today I'd love to have some coaching on putting myself out there in terms Mm. of selling. So I'm happy to share more about my journey and things like that. But I'm looking to ramp up speaking engagements and doing workshops. And what scares me about that is saying, oh, hey, can I speak at your event? And also, can you pay me to be there and speak there? Because it almost feels like because I'm offering myself, I also need to offer myself for free. Why do you have to offer yourself for free? Because I'm like saying, because I'm going to the event and saying, hey, can you let me speak here? Also, can you pay me? It just feels like I invited myself to the okay. party and I don't want to pay the entrance okay. fee. I... Why would they say yes to having you speak at your event, speak at their event? Because I'm adding value. I bring the, the seasoning, the spice and everything nice. I and love so, that! And <laughs> so... Um, the thing is, rationally, I do know that I am worth yeah. the amount, but it just feels challenging to reach out and then say, also, because one, I feel like I'm convincing them uh-huh. to have me there. 
and then it's and then it's second of okay now I've convinced you you also need to to pay but what for would my they time be buying and for the value ads they're buying the value okay. that I bring and what do you do what is the value what do you offer I offer speaking services about self-confidence, getting into technology. Also, like, I've done a lot of research on imposter syndrome, so I do workshops on that as well. And have you done workshops? You So you've done workshops before, right? And what's the feedback yeah. that people share? The feedback that was highly engaging, it was very practical. Um, they connected a lot with me as a person as well. So... I don't know, I just find the whole selling thing just very, very mm. challenging. Because normally people, if I'm getting paid, normally nine times out of ten they say, oh, this is our budget or what's your budget? They normally initiate the conversation rather than me saying, and what's yeah. your budget? <laughs> it's kind of interesting because in this, in this scenario that you shared, the person that you're selling to is the person who's hosting the event, who you're wanting to join at their event. Mm-hmm. And... Whenever we're thinking about customers, we're always thinking, what would make this a no-brainer for them? What would make this an easy yes for them? Mm. And so if you think about the person that you're pitching to, what would make it a hell yes for them to purchase or for them to hire you as a speaker? From their point of view. Oh, wow, that is such a good question. And I think that's something that I'm Mm. battling with because... I feel like I've built up a very good personal mm. brand, especially yeah. on LinkedIn. So, like, when they follow me on LinkedIn, they say, okay, this person is yeah, very nice. credible. Um, and especially about my story, um, like, le- teaching myself how to coach in the pandemic and stuff like that. Regardless of the industry, they normally, that normally gravitates. Like, that's a story that really impresses them and gravitates them towards me. So I'm not too sure the, the, that block that makes me think, oh, maybe I'm not worth it. Because that's the underlying... That's the underlying feelings and thoughts that maybe they think I'm not worth it and maybe I need to prove myself first before they can, like... I see it as almost like they're taking a chance on me when I know that when I'm there, baby, I'm there, mm-hmm. you know? Can you repeat that? Because it just cut out my internet. But So could you repeat that last bit? After you said, I've built a personal brand on LinkedIn... Um, you said something about worth, and then right after that, it cut out. Okay, okay. Um, so I was saying that... So I've built a very good brand on LinkedIn. And so when they go on my LinkedIn, they can see the fact that I've built up a brand for myself. And they can see my journey about learning how to coach in the pandemic and landing, like, getting multiple awards mm. in the field of technology, you know? Um and so my underlying feeling sometimes is that maybe they won't see my worth and then they won't want to pay mm. me. But I know, the thing is, I know my worth, but I'm always projecting like they won't see me for the worth yeah. that I am. Why is your brain offering they won't see me, the worth for, they won't see my worth? Like, why is your brain like giving that as a suggestion? I don't know. I actually don't know. I think it's because, again, I'm inviting myself to okay. the party. So it's not like they're reaching out to me. It's different from when they reach out to me and I'm like, Craig, great. But, and also there's this thing about there's a lot of volunteering opportunities mm-hmm. in the industry for some reason. 
So even um, I've been invited to do speaking events at paid, like conferences that you have to pay to be at. And they want to pay the speakers zero pounds mm. and zero pence. And so it's like, and the message is, the reason we're not paying you is because you get so much, so much exposure. Mm. And so when I'm dealing with stuff like that, which I just don't entertain mm. anymore, it almost, it almost communicates to me that maybe I just need to build up exposure or it won't be that bad if I don't get paid for this gig because I'll get so much exposure mm. from it. Okay, this is really interesting. So what is your price as a speaker? Like, what is your fees as a speaker? So ranges from one to three okay. grand for okay. an hour. And what are your thoughts about that price? Or about that fee? So it depends on the industry. Okay. That's the thing. So I've done workshops for tech companies. And they're like, yeah. And th- that's really confusing. Because, like, I was speaking to um, another brand recently. And they said that they were going to price, like, they want, they could only afford around, like, okay. 700 because they're in a complete different industry, but it's just confusing. Okay. So what if someone's hosting an event, you see, you pitch yourself, you said, hey, you would say, hey, I would love to speak at your event. And then you say, here's my fee. What does your brain imagine will happen after? Oof, can't afford that. <laughs> but rather than like, because I rationally, even when I think about it now, I know that there's a negotiation mm. that happens. So you can say a fee and they won't just say, absolutely not, close close the chat. There's negotiation that happens. And I think that that's where my rejection sensitivity mm. kicks in. Okay, tell me about that. It's about, like, me putting myself out there and then, like, just getting rejected or, like, or ignored. And then that... But essentially reinforcing that I'm pro- I may not be worth it. Why would it mean that? This is this is what um, I really liked about your podcast episode. You know when you said if you offer Snickers bar yeah. to a vegan, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I was like, this is speaking to me. Like exactly that the problem I'm having. I needed to hear because I'm right. a Snickers bar. And just for everybody listening, if you haven't heard that podcast episode, the metaphor is essentially like, I love Snickers bars. I know so many people who love Snickers bars. But if I gave a Snickers bar to a vegan, they would dismiss it, ignore it. They don't care about the Snickers bar. If you gave the Snickers bar to somebody else, they might love the Snickers bar. The Snickers bar hasn't changed. It's exactly the same. It's just in two different environments. But what's so interesting, Erica, about this situation is you don't even know what environment that person is. You don't even know if they're a Snickers lover or a vegan. Yeah. Because you're not even exactly. sending the pitch. Your brain is making it mean something negative that you haven't already been invited. They might not know who you are. They might discover you it's when so the, you slide into their emails and be like, oh my God, that's amazing. I'd love to have this person at my event. But we don't actually know if they're a vegan or a Snickers lover. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what comes up for you there? No, it's exciting. 
Because it's, it's so true. Because I feel like a lot of people already have the answers, but it's about being reaffirmed again and again and again. So sometimes I feel like I'm learning a lesson and then it goes mm. and I'm learning it again. But I already know, rationally, I already know, but emotionally, yeah. I'm just not there. You know, emotionally, I'm just like, I'm just not there yet. But it's good to have the conversation with you and just be reaffirmed that it's okay if this person doesn't respond or they say that we can't afford this because there's always something else. And that's when the abundance energy kicks in. Because I float in and out of abundance and scarcity child. And right, whenever I have these fears, it's coming from a scarcity mindset. Maybe girl, I'm trying to say I'm abundant, law of attraction, like I'm, do you know what I mean? So I think that one thing my dad taught me, which really helped. Um, so essentially, this is a story. So I was working in retail and I really wanted to get out. Like I was literally desperate. I go to Lincoln and I happened to go to this like crystal store and this guy gives me some nice. free crystals. I was like, delicious, delicious. It's a sign. And so I hold into the crystals, say to my dad, I want to go into the shop changing rooms. I want to hold into the crystals. I'm just going to envision um, me just like getting this internship that mm. I really want. I'm just going to do it like every day. And he said that the law of attraction means that it's already yours. Lovely. And you wouldn't be desperate for something that was mm. already yours. <laughs> I was like, Dad, Damn, I love Dad. that. Like, that is. <laughs> I was like, Dad, because he is the law of attraction, just Lovely. like the guru, right? Um, and then, so for that internship, they actually hired someone else, and I just let go of it. Two weeks later, I kid you not, the person that they hired got another job in Italy, and they said, are you still working the shop because you got the job? <laughs> I love that! <laughs> I know. It was for you! <laughs> and even when I was there, they were just like, yeah, like we should have picked you. Imagine this guy literally moves to Italy. Couldn't believe it. That Couldn't is like. You, and the thing is, it's like when you think about that, like there's no way that you could have predicted how that would happen. That the person <laughs> would have moved to Italy. Like on the way, when you look back at opportunities, you're like, that happened in a way that I can't explain. But the thing is, is that our brain forgets that when we're looking forward on opportunities, our brain is like, no, they're going to tell me to go away. This is going to be horrible. We try to predict what will happen. And our brain always can only predict like the worst thing. Yeah, exactly. So it's so I rationally I know again but again this is what I mean about relearning the same lessons and I've always wanted this journey to be a linear kind of ride you know like just going up and up and up you know high achieving girl you know that's what we do but it's a roller coaster the peaks and troughs are so real and I really enjoyed um I went to an event by Charmaine Reed and she was talking about um oh the ebbs and flows of life and like with every high, there's a low, and every low, there's a high. And I just love that because it's what I needed to hear. Because I'm just like, hi, hi, hi. And when I'm on high, I'm yeah, trying yeah, to ride yeah. the wave for as long as humanly yeah, possible. Absolutely. I'm with you. And it's really interesting what you're saying about like cognitively, you can know something, but emotionally, we have to learn. And if I just take this into the yeah. realm of like roller skating, like we have all 
seen people skate like we understand what's happening they have skate they have skates on they're moving forward they're moving backwards we understand we can even put a pair of skates on and we can cognitively understand the mechanisms that are happening when we roller skate however the Mm. muscle memory in order to be able to roller skate in order to be able to spin or to be able to dance we have to earn that just like going to the gym And when it comes to these mindset lessons, it's absolutely exactly the same. Like, like learning any skill, you have to like understand it in your mind first. And then your muscle memory has to be like, oh, so this is how I skate forward. This is how I spin. This is how I jump. And I think it's really interesting because we, I know from my personal experience that I always want my journey to be on a high because when things are on a high, it's not painful. But when there's uncertainty, yeah. that is painful. When we don't know if that person on the other side is a Snickers bar lover or a vegan, that is uncertainty. Mm. That is what becomes really unpainful. Um, that becomes really uncertain and it becomes really painful. Exactly. I feel like we've like solved this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I said to Erica when we were starting this podcast, I was like, okay, we'll record for like 30 or 40 minutes, like 15 minutes in, we're like, yeah, she's good to go. Because do you know why? Because it just, one, it validated my entire experience. So sometimes like we can go to that toxic positivity, oh, just forget about it. But it was so validating to say that it's okay that you feel this way and why and unpacking why yeah. I felt that way and then even giving it an analogy of saying yeah. the Snickers like are they a Snickers lover or not you know so it just helped me to feel very seen and rather than dismissed and I think that that's what I actually needed because when we're going through a tough time so like oh, I don't want to say the the b word but the boomers <laughs> like <laughs> of all the b words I was like what's the name the bitches <laughs> The boomers. Oh my gosh. There's sometimes I don't want to generalise what I'm about to. Sometimes they can just be so dismissed, like, mm. oh don't worry about it, oh forget mm. about it. And that's why my problems can still persist because it's more of just like, oh, I'll just like take this thought, put it in a box, and shove that box yeah. <laughs> so far away that like and then all of a sudden like the box opens, it slides over and That's the problem is presented to me analogy. again and again. I was like, I'm pushing and then it comes to me and then I'm pushing it away yeah. and it's coming back. And so I think that one thing I love about the conversations that I've been having recently and with like, I don't want to say younger people. <laughs> oh, don't be that problematic person. You know, I know about the... Anyway, is the fact that we're actually addressing things and we're validating each other and it's helping yeah. us grow. Yeah, amazing. I feel like we have to do another podcast about your tech journey because you sound really cool. Like, I I feel like I need to follow you on LinkedIn. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm sleeping on this right now. <laughs> Honestly, I'm always saying go on LinkedIn, post on LinkedIn. The LinkedIn Creator Accelerator program's coming up very soon. I did it. Amazing. You gotta do it. Amazing. Well, we'll chat more about that. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. And everyone, thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the No Room for Doubt podcast. If you've loved what you've heard today, you're probably going to want to coach with me one-on-one. Stuck to Unstoppable is my signature coaching program to transform your mindset and your confidence so you can go out and achieve the goals that you want in your life and in your business. Simply go to my website at www.kyramatthews.com to book your free 30-minute consultation. I cannot wait to get unstoppable with you. See you there.